The opinions expressed in this show are the views of the host and not necessarily that of WTRW, 94.3 The Talker, or the Bold Gold Media Group. The following presentation is paid for by NJC Investments, who is solely responsible for its content. The opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, and financial advisor or tax advisor prior to investing. Securities offered through Lee Baldwin & Company, LLC. Member FINRA SIPC. Portions transcribed. It certainly is a grand old flag. Hi, this is Nick Colarossi of NJC Investments, and you've tuned in to the Your Financial Future program on 94.3 FM, The Talker. It's the 4th of July weekend. I hope everyone's flying that grand old flag high this weekend. We slow things down on holiday weekends. Yes, we're still going to get in a lot of great investment information. I promise you that. But before we do, this great country of ours has had 46 presidents, but only one king. And here he is to tell us all about our land. Oh, beautiful or spacious skies for amber waves of rain for purple mountains majesty above the fruited plain America America God shed his grace on and crown thy good with brotherhood from sea to shining sea. Oh, beautiful, for spacious skies, for amber waves play, for purple mountains. Majesty above the fruit and flames. America, America, God shed his grace on thee, and he crowned thy good with brotherhood of sea the shining sun. Presley the King. And again, welcome to the Your Financial Future program on this beautiful 4th of July weekend. Hope you're all out there and enjoying your weekend with your family, with your friends, staying patriotic 
And uh, we have some great information to pass on along to you today, especially in investment ideas and strategies that are working right now. Yes, there are some working. We're going to uncover those today. So stay tuned. Of course, our program originates this morning from the luxurious corner office studio here at the beautiful Bold Gold Radio Complex. Located high atop the patriotic red, white, and blue fields of the West Mountain of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Our goal on today's program is to help you to become a better long-term investor and also to help you to weather the storms, the investment storms of 2022. Before we get to all that great information, let me first introduce the man across the massive soundboard here at the corner office studio, Mr. DC Taylor, our producer extraordinaire. He's playing all this great music this morning to get you in that patriotic spirit. Happy Independence Day weekend, Nick, uh, isn't and it everybody. Great? Isn't it great, DC? Yes, absolutely. All right. Now I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm looking forward to the rest of the weekend. Yeah. It's a long weekend. We have uh, Monday off. Right. I thank you for the music. And sure. Elvis the King, <laughs> right? The, the, there's a movie out. The Elvis movie is out. Now, I heard it's yeah. terrific. I hear it's great. I've not seen it yet. So. Knocked Maverick out of first place, so it must be doing something right. Right. So I'm looking forward to seeing that as yeah. well. But yeah. uh, all right. Uh, while we're here, we might as well do some, I think, investment ideas as well. Uh-huh. Great program in store for you today. Hope you will stay with us the entire hour. I promise to make it well worth your while and you will be all the wiser for it. We're going to talk about some ideas that are working right now in 2022. Yes, there are things that you can invest in right now to diversify your portfolios, to weather the investment storms and the economy of 2022. We're going to talk about some industries and investment strategies that work in case. Just in case we go into a recession. Okay. It's about a 50 50 for 2022, DC. Some mm-hmm. people say we are already in a recession. A recession, of course, is two straight quarters of negative GDP growth. Mm-hmm. And we saw the first quarter was finalized last week at 1.6 to the minus side. Right. The next reading, the second quarter reading for the GDP, the growth in our economy, comes on July 30th. If that number is negative, we will technically, that's a technical definition of a recession. There are people saying it's going to be slightly positive. I know last week the Federal Reserve, uh, the Atlanta Federal Reserve went to a negative number saying it may be minus 1%. We will wait and see, but we have investments nonetheless that typically do very well during a recession. We will share those with you as well. Of course, we'll catch you up on where we stand year-to-date in our markets. We'll talk about some sectors of the market that are expected to grow their earnings in 2023. Maybe we start to do some homework in those areas. And DC Taylor, we may even throw in a recipe. All right. right? We, it's a grilling weekend. And That's right. on programs and during holidays, we kind of slow things down a bit, have a little bit more fun. Uh-huh. 
we always have fun. Absolutely. But yeah. well, we might be able to sneak a recipe in if you keep me on track. Yeah, get that uh, get that barbecuing in this weekend, which, by the way, should be a decent. Uh, today, there's a couple of thunderstorms out there, but uh, tomorrow and Monday will be uh, absolutely fantastic for, uh, for your grilling outside. Looks, looks beautiful, so we're looking forward to a great yes. weekend once we get past today, but today's a good day to make the grass greener. Sure. All oh, right. yeah. All right. All yep. right. Well, DC, I think we shall start with uh, just housekeeping tips on if you miss any of our programs or if you'd like to rehear any portion of our program, you can always go to my website, njcinvestments.com. There, there's a list of all our programs. You can tap on them and play any portion. It's free to download them. And we're also on every major podcast platform, also absolutely free. And if you'd like to... Hear us while you're traveling out of the terrestrial listening area. How mm-hmm. do you do that, TC Taylor, where you can hear the program anywhere in the country? On your phone or, or on your uh, mobile devices, if you have an iPad or uh, other tablet, you get the Radio Bold app, R-A-D-I-O-B-O-L-D, Radio Bold for your uh, mobile devices. Download it for free, and you can listen to the live stream of uh, 94.3 FM, The Talker, and uh, all the other great Radio Bold stations. And if you got The Talker stream, the live stream on there, you can listen to this show right when it right when it airs uh, every Saturday morning, 9 o'clock Eastern Time. Well, thank you, D.C. Taylor. Absolutely. Okay. And never a reason to miss our program. Right. Let's start now that we are one half of the year in the books. Next next week, uh, Tuesday, we'll be off on Monday. Tuesday, we will be starting the second half of our investment year. How do we do, D.C. Taylor, for the first half of the year? Uh, I think we were down. We, we were down just a little bit, yeah, I think. Here's, here's, here's how it shapes up. The Dow Jones Industrial Average had a the worst year before. We weren't even on the planet the right. last time that the Dow was down this much. That would be 1962. Oh, the it's, so this is the worst year in the Dow for the first half of the year since 1962. The S and P 500 1970 to have this bad of a start. You have to go all the way back to 1970. Mm. 52 years. Wow. How about that? And the NASDAQ, Uh the tech-heavy NASDAQ, off to its worst start ever, ever. Wow. Worst year ever. So there's certainly room for improvement, I would say, in the second half of the year. I think so. Um, I did tell you that the Atlanta Fed last week announced their their first time, they had expected the GDP for the second quarter to originally come in around 2%. Mm -hmm. They've now moved that to minus 1% if that happens. We are in a recession, but fear not. We have some investment strategies and ideas to share with you that actually do well during a recession. Yes, there is never a bad time to make a good investment. There's always something working. Right. There's ways to diversify. We'll talk a little bit about the bond market. The bond market, the aggregate bond index from Bloomberg, off, I think, to its worst year ever as well. That was down as much as uh, over 10%. That almost, I don't think it, I don't, I don't remember ever seeing that before. Typically, just to give you a bad year, the last bad year the bond market had, I think, was 2008, mm-hmm. where we had the financial crisis. They were down 2.9%. And again, down over 10% to start 2022. So tough times out there. However, Good news is somewhere on the horizon. Whenever we've gotten down D.C. Taylor in the past, we've always gone to new highs. Sure. We don't really know where the bottom is in this market, 
Uh, a lot of people are trying to guess that. Nobody knows for certain. We don't know when the turnaround begins. But let me give you one opinion out there. It was from Ed Yardini. He is the president of Yardini Research, a well-known Wall Street guy for many, many years. In fact, DC Taylor, over 20 years ago, he and I worked at the same major big box investment firm. Oh, okay. Not to be named. Right. But I was at the same <laughs> firm as he, so I do go back away with him. And he came out on Friday and he said the bottom in the S&P 500 has already been put in. He said in Ju on June 16th, the S&P hit 3666, 3,666. He said that's the bottom for the year. Do okay. you believe him? Uh, who knows? Nobody does, but <laughs> right. we'll go with that. Let's, okay. hope, let's, let's say it this way. Let's just hope he is right. He says there will not be a recession in 2022, so he thinks the second quarter will be positive. And uh, Brian Westbury of First Trust Securities thinks the same things. He, he's thinking will be just slightly positive. We'll see that on uh, July 30th. But he, he thinks that the bottom has been put in. You can start buying he doesn't believe it's going to be a very, very strong recovery, but he does think you can start buying quality items here and just continue kind of like a dollar cost averaging program, maybe each month, but looking at quality investments and averaging into them at this point. And let's hope he's right and the market starts to turn higher. I still think that by the end of this year, our markets will be higher than where they are right now. That's just my personal opinion. And my guess is as good as anyone else's DC sure. Taylor. Okay. There are some things I'm seeing in the market that are giving me hope. Now on Friday, we saw a big dive on the 10 year treasury yield. And a lot of people will say, well, that's people heading to quality, buying treasuries and pushing the price down. I'm saying that might be people sensing that we've peaked or are close to peaking in inflation, that, that treasury yield was up to 3.6%. Now it's well under 3%. We've also seen a little bit of a pullback in prices in oil, in commodities, other energy areas uh, starting to come down just a little bit. If we see inflation start to tick down and if the Federal Reserve starts to signal that they may not do those hundred rate hikes like everybody thinks. <laughs> right. And where do we think they're going to stop before what big event? Uh, right before the election. They'll be the out November. of the way. That's yeah. right, DC. I think they'll be out of the way before the election. So if we get a signal from the Fed that they're coming to an end of rate hikes in the next couple of months, and if we see inflation coming down, I think that gives our markets hope. Okay. Regardless, we'll be here each and every Saturday to share different investment ideas and strategies with you to help you weather the storms of 2022. Thanks again for tuning in to the Your Financial Future program on 94.3 FM, The Talker. I am Nick Colarossi, a certified retirement counselor with NJC Investments, here with Mr. D.C. Taylor, a certified production expert <laughs> right. at the Bold Gold Radio Stations. And uh, we're, we're just thrilled that you allow us to be the soundtrack for your early Saturday mornings. Well, DC Taylor, in just a few minutes, we are going to talk about the three areas of the market that may be considered safer during uncertain times, especially if we are heading towards a recession. We'll cover those and we'll give you some investment ideas in those areas. 
But I'd like to start off today with some compounding interest and why to stay in the markets for the long term. Now, we've talked, I think, the last couple of weeks, we've done some hypotheticals of long-term investing. Remember, starting with nothing and doing $500 a month mm-hmm. in a 40-year portfolio, you ended up with how many million? $4.7 like million. Four million, yeah. Right? And that was assuming, I think, 10 points, if I'm not mistaken, 10.6, returns per year uh-huh. on average, yeah. not up every year. And I came across another article, this from readynews.com. You can check it out there. It's called The Long-Term Power of Compounding Interest. And it talks about why investors need to stay invested for the long term in a dollar cost averaging program, reinvesting your dividends. It starts with an example of $10,000 earning 10% interest each year. Very simple example. Okay. Of course, when we do a hypothetical like this again. <laughs> Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Right, correct. But this is if it were to return exactly 10% each year. This uh-huh. is what this example shows. And 10% is very close to the average annual return in the S&P 500 yeah. on a long-term basis. Yeah. So this is a good example to use. If you begin with $10,000 earning 10% interest, At the end of year one, you have $1,000 credited and Mm $11,000. But then the next year, you're getting that 10% on the $11,000. So instead of making $1,000 in interest, you make $1,100 in interest. Yeah. Now, that doesn't seem like much in the first year or first two years, right? Right. But as you go forward, by year five, you are now making $1,464. Again, assuming you're reinvesting everything, mm-hmm. uh, that is a 46% increase over the first year's interest, yeah. just in five years. Yeah. Now you have $16,105 at the year, end of the year in year five. By the end of year eight, your account has doubled, more than doubled. In year nine, your interest is more than twice the original $1,000 that you're getting, mm-hmm. And then after year 10, you're now making $2,358 in interest, and your account is nearly up 160%. It would be worth $25,937. Okay. Again, I'm giving you this example because it's very similar to the long-term averages of staying in the S&P 500. After 20 years... The interest payment that was $100, right, Mm -hmm. is now $6,727. That's compounding pretty good to me, D.C. Taylor. So just putting $10,000 in there, leaving it, reinvesting everything in 20 years, your $10,000, if you just were patient enough, $74,002 in this instance very nice not too shabby yeah so it it just it just shows you yes this is a difficult year and a lot of people are wondering should i even be putting in my monthly contributions yes look at the history the long-term history between 10 and 12 percent returns on the s p 500 we're having a bad year the yes they this is normal they do come around 
every now and then. Mm-hmm. We don't like them. It's always painful when you're in the middle of them, but it is normal and it will get better. It always has in the past. This is the time to be accumulating monthly quality investments because when they do turn around, DC Taylor, the shares that you're buying when they're down at these levels can truly pay off and build that investment nest egg. That article, again, if you'd like to check this out on your own from readynews, redinews.com, entitled The Long-Term Power of Compounding Interest. It's by Mark Lichtenfeld, writing for Wealthy Retirement, and it's dated June 29th of this year. T.C. Taylor, let's take our first break right here. Let's thank our friends at Seidel's Restaurant in North Scranton for sponsoring this portion of our program. This is a great Italian-American bistro. They have great nightly specials, a comfortable atmosphere, a nice brand new outdoor patio, easy access from just about anywhere in the area. They're right there on North Main Avenue, D.C. Nice. All the highways lead to North Main Avenue in North Scranton. <laughs> of course. And, hey, if you have not checked out our friends at Seidel's Restaurant, do yourself a favor right now and pick up your phone, get your reservations. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. Your financial future will be back after this brief message. I hope that you will please stay with us. If you're searching for a special dining experience, Sedell's Restaurant is your home for great taste. Sedell's Restaurant is one of Scranton's elite fine dining establishments, specializing in Italian-American contemporary cuisines. At Sedell's, generous size entrees are prepared with only the highest quality ingredients. So whether you're having a meal for business or pleasure, it's sure to leave a lasting impression. Sedell's Restaurant has mouth-watering Italian-American contemporary cooking with a delightful ambiance. At Sedell's, you are certain to find unique specials for what you're craving. If you can't find an entree off their elaborate menu, just ask the chef. He can create an off-the-menu meal for you. At Sedell's, the owner is also the chef. Sedell's is located on the corner of Main Avenue and Tripp Street in North Scranton. They are now accepting holiday party reservations and on- and off-site holiday catering. 343-6544. That's 343-6544. Make it special. Make it Sedell's. You ask me why I love her? Well, give me time. I'll explain. You seen a Kansas sunset or an Arizona rain? Have you drifted on a bayou down Louisiana way? Have you watched the cold fog drifting over San Francisco Bay? Have you heard a Bob White calling in the Carolina Pines or heard the bellow of a diesel at the Appalachia Mines? Does the call of the Niagara thrill you when you hear her waters roar? You look with awe and wonder at her Massachusetts shore where men who braved a hard new world first stepped on Plymouth's rock. Do you think of them when you stroll along a New York City dock? Have you seen a snowflake drifting in the Rockies way up high? Have you seen the sun come blazing down from a 
bright Nevada sky? You hail to the Columbia as you rush into the sea, or how you're headed Gettysburg, our struggle to be free? Have you seen the mighty Tetons? You watched an eagle soar? Have you seen the Mississippi roll along Missouri's shore? Have you felt a chill at Michigan when on a winter's day her waters rage along the shore in thunderous display? Does the word aloha make you warm? Do you stare in disbelief when you see the surf come roaring in at Waimea Reef? From Alaska's cold to the Everglades, from the Rio Grande to Maine, my heart cries out, my pulse runs fast, the might of her domain. You ask me why I love her? I have a million reasons why. My beautiful America, beneath God's wide, wide sky. Thank you, John Wayne, and what a great American he was, D.C. Taylor. Oh, yeah. And thanks for joining us and staying with us here on the Your Financial Future program on this 4th of July holiday weekend. And thank you, D.C. Taylor, for this beautiful piping hot cup of coffee you just placed down in front of me. I don't know how you do it so quickly, but I thank you. And what is it that we have today? Hooray for the red, white, and brew. The red, white, and brew. How about that? That's it's right. it's terrific. Patriotic Very, blend. It certainly is. Well, thank you, DC. And okay. we always urge everyone, hey, why don't you grab a cup of whatever it is that gets your early Saturday morning started? Sit back and enjoy the rest of our program. DC, a lot yet to go on the program, trying to uh, keep you up on things working in 2022. In a minute, we're going to be talking about some safer investment ideas that just might perform well during a recession. We'll review that. But I thought we'd start the second segment here by earnings growth and what is expected all the way out in 2023. We have to start thinking ahead. We have Mm -hmm. to start planning for 2023. I have for me a Bloomberg consensus estimate. That's our source for earnings growth in the S&P 500 sectors for 2023. I'll share with you the five best that are all supposed to grow double digit. And I will give you the five worst that are actually supposed to have negative growth or minus numbers for 2023. No growth in their earnings. Let's start with the good side. In 2023, the information technology sector, technology basically, Mm -hmm. expected to grow their earnings by 10.5%. Number two would be financials, expected to grow their 2023 earnings by 14.6%. Why are earnings so important, DC? Because that's what makes the price of the stock go up, right? right? Earnings growth in the long run. All right. Number three, the best, the working our way up the chart, the best earnings expected in the S and P five hundred sectors. There are eleven sectors, 
It would be the communications services sector. They're expected to grow earnings by 14.9% in 2023. Industrials are supposed to grow by 18.7% in 2023. More of your value area there. And the number one projected earnings growth right now from Bloomberg for 2023 would be the consumer discretionary sector expected to grow earnings by 37.2% in 2023. So I guess what Bloomberg is expecting, DC, the recession would be waning mm-hmm. or or if we go into one. Right. Um, and inflation would be waning and people would be able to go out and spend again on things they don't really need. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. All discre- right. It's discretionary is not your staple items. It's yeah. things you'd like to have uh-huh. that uh, a lot of Americans are used to having. Okay. So 37% earnings growth expected in consumer discretionary. What are the worst areas expected for 2023? Well, we have um, healthcare expected to uh, decline by 1.4% in earnings in 2023. Okay. We have materials expected. What happened to all that, those materials being placed in infrastructure? I guess yeah. we didn't get the build back better, 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 or whatever. <laughs> whatever. They're expected to have a decline by 5.2% in 2023. And energy mm-hmm. is supposed to have a, now, of course, it had a 137% earning surge so far in 2022, but they're expected to be 10% off in 2023. So I guess that wouldn't be so bad sure. with the spike they're seeing this year, but there are projections for 2023. I'd like to move on now to some of the investments expected to do well if the market continues its turbulence and if we head into a recession. This comes to us from the Cabot, C-A-B-O-T, Wealth Network, an article entitled, The Three Best Safe Investments for Uncertain Times, written on May 20th by Tom Hutchinson. And Hutchinson says, it's times like these when the markets get shaky that I hear from a lot of investors who want to know how to dampen the big swings in the market in their portfolios and how to move some of their money towards the best safe investments. And he gives us his three picks, his his ideas, not ours, but they're interesting to review here, DC Taylor. Yeah. Number one, preferred stocks. Hutchinson says preferred stocks are one of the best safe investments for income seekers, a great way to add regular income and counter cyclicality to your portfolio. And he gives us an example of PGX, which is the Power Shares Preferred ETF, a way to own a basket of them so you don't have to go out and pick your own DC. Right. And PGX, uh, these preferred stocks, very more similar to a bond than to a stock. And PGX is heavily weighted in the financial sector, but they have other preferreds in there. And it's pulled back in price down 16% year to date as of Friday, but it gives it a 5.6% dividend yield. And Hutchinson thinks that we've seen the worst there. The worst is over there. And maybe that would weather the storm from here. His number two area to look at in tough times in the market would be consumer staples. We just heard about the consumer discretionary area. Now we're talking about staples. 
Things like your food items, your groceries, personal care items, household items, things that you tend to buy, Mm -hmm. regardless of what the economy is doing. And he says this sector may include names like Procter & Gamble, names like Colgate-Palmolive, names like Flowers Food, that's the Wonder Bread Maker. Mm -hmm. Um, But I threw in here some other examples here. The Spider Consumer Staple ETF is XLP, and uh, we do not currently own any of this um, at NJC Investments. We do own some Procter & Gamble, just for full disclosure. But XLP trading at about $73 on Friday. High for the year, 52 weeks, is $81.34. XLP is down 5.3%. That's a lot better than the S&P. And it has a 2.4% dividend yield, and that is a consumer staple basket. And going back to Hutchinson and his three safe areas, number three, his opinion, utilities. And utilities have a reputation for reliability and being one of the best safe investments, according to Hutchinson. And no, known more for low risk and, and steady dividends. You know, DC Teller, no matter how tough times are in the economy, you still need water and electricity, as far as I know. Yeah, the, uh, the that stuff still needs to flow through the wires and the pipes to right. uh, help us live. Right, so they are an expected area to, uh, to weather any storm. Mm-hmm. He didn't give us any um, examples in here, so I'll throw a couple in. Our local utility, electric utility company, PP&L, mm-hmm. trading at about 20 the 52-week high. They're down 8% year-to-date. They have some other issues going on. There are many utilities that are positive for the year. Um, PP&L currently carries a 3.25% dividend. We do own some PP&L, and we do own some of the Spiders XLU. That's the Spider ETF for Utilities XLU trading at about $71 on Friday, 77.23 was the high. It is exactly flat for the year, 0% return, but 0% is not too bad, especially when it has its dividend yield of 2.83%. So there are some ideas of possibly weathering the storm of 2022 brighter times are ahead dc taylor all right you still won't tell me the day though will you <laughs> it's a secret when does it start it's <laughs> i have coming. no idea <laughs> I, I stand by my word you know when when you're in the middle of this it always seems like it will go on forever it feels terrible yeah and it feels like the it's the it's always going to be the end of the world and, right. and uh that only happens once yeah i don't think this is that time i hope it's not that time but if it right. if it is uh-huh don't you have nothing to fear we're living here in northeastern pennsylvania and everything gets here 20 years later so we should be okay good now i'm i'm just saying a lot of people are acting like this is the end of the world there's always a different reason for a down market Mm -hmm. and it's always bad but always down the road in the past at least it has there's always something to change it and that's what we're waiting for hoping for and uh looking forward to yes Thanks again for tuning in to the Your Financial Future program with Nick Colarossi of NJC Investments, helped along ably by Mr. D.C. Taylor of Bold Gold Radio fame. And thanks for helping to make us the number one financial hour in all of Northeastern Pennsylvania and beyond. 
DC, we've come to my favorite part of the program. We like to catch you up on where we stand in our markets year to date. But before we do that, you know that I always like to give you that hot tip on some of the best investments that you can ever make. That is investing in your family, investing in yourself, and investing in your own community. DC, I know that you have some fireworks displays coming up. Yeah. So I'm going to cover our farmer's market in Scranton, Pennsylvania. I always look forward to this time of the year. I love a good farmer's market. Oh, yeah. Scranton has one of the best. It's on Bering Avenue, right down by Memorial Stadium in Scranton, PA. Mm -hmm. And it will be opening. They set the date. It will be opening July 18th. Mark your calendars. goes right from July 18th. They go, I think... um, Monday, Wednesdays, Fridays from uh, about noon till six o'clock. Right. Don't go. Th- don't get there at five fifty-five. They're mostly gone. <laughs> right. But a great farmers market, and this will go right through to Thanksgiving Day, right? uh, the day before. I think it is the last. Uh, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving is the last day, so it's a great season. Mm-hmm. Get out and support your farmers and get some great fresh fruits and vegetables starting July eighteenth of this year. D.C. Taylor, what do you have for us on this 4th of July holiday weekend? Wilkes-Barre. You got the uh, old-fashioned 4th of July. Old-fashioned 4th of July is going on Monday uh, from noon until 10 at Kirby Park in Wilkes-Barre. There's food and ride and games, live entertainment. Of course, there will be fireworks after dark. The rides are also open um, today and tomorrow. from five till nine p.m., so you can get the you can still get on the rides there. But uh, the old fashioned Fourth of July Monday noon till ten, uh, ha- all happening in Kirby Park in Wilkesbury. And uh, coming up in just a few weeks, that time of the year again. You ready for some football? The City All Stars will take on the County All Stars in the Lions Club Dream Game. Wednesday night, July 20th at Valley Views John Hensis Veterans Memorial Stadium in Peckville. Kickoff at 7 p.m. For tickets, you can call 342-7613, 570-342-7613. And uh, proceeds from the Dream Game will benefit programs of the Lackawanna Blind Association. What a great time of the year. And uh, oh, yeah. what a great, uh, that's a great game. Great and game every year, yep. Absolutely get yeah. out and enjoy yeah. all that we have to offer to us in this area. It's a wonderful area. Heck Yeah. Well, it's time to get back to finance now, and here is where we stand as of July 2nd, 2022. The Dow Jones Industrial Average sitting at minus 14.5% year-to-date. The S&P 500 down about 19% on the year, and the NASDAQ down 29% so far in 2022. Also, a lot of room for improvement there, DC Taylor. <laughs> a lot of uh, growth investors hoping for a better second half of the year. The 10 year Treasury yield really pulling back a bit last week, down to 2.8%. First time we've seen that under 3% in a long time. And the price of a barrel of oil down to about 108. It was a little bit lower mm-hmm. midweek, but 108 is a lot better than 120. Right. I'd rather see it at 80. But uh, we'll see how the rest of the year plays off. It has moderated just a bit. We'll see how that goes, DC. If inflation starts to come down, Mm -hmm. we may start to see some improvement in the price of oil and improvement at the pumps. We can hope for that anyway. Yes, of course. Now, we're talking about those treasury yields. Why is it so important that interest rates stay low? 
Look at this statistic. It comes to us from the Federal Reserve Bank of New York. Every 1% point increase in mortgage rates, every percent up in interest rates and mortgage rates reduces property sales by 10%. Mm. Now, okay. last year at this time, DC, the, the, the mortgage rate for a 30 year was under just under 3%. Uh-huh. As of last week, it was 5.81%. That was actually as of June 23rd. It's still in that range, but a big jump there. So if we start to see a big slowdown in the housing market, everything kind of cascades down. That's why we keep an eye on those mortgage rates and they are moderating. We'll hope that continues. DC, it's time for a break, and let's thank our friends at Montrose Motors in beautiful Montrose, Pennsylvania, for sponsoring this portion of our program, a great family Ford dealership with all the new Ford lineup. Right. What else do they carry, DC? Uh, Pre-owned vehicles. If you are in the market for uh, a fine, top-quality pre-owned vehicle, uh, whatever your budget, whatever your situation, whatever you need it for, however many people you got in your family, uh, they will they will help you find the, the one that's perfect for you. That's right. It's a great family-friendly dealership. They always have the coffee on like that. So check out my pals at Montrose Motors. I'm sure they'll make you that great deal on your next vehicle. Your financial future back after these brief messages. Please stay with us, won't you? Looking for a dealership where you'll feel right at home the minute you walk into the showroom? This describes Montrose Motors to a T. You know, that Ford dealership in the great little town of Montrose, Pennsylvania? Not only do they have a great selection of new Ford vehicles in stock, they also have an equal amount of quality pre-owned cars, SUVs, and trucks. It's just a short country drive to the no-hassle Ford dealer Montrose Motors on Grow Avenue. Ask for Andy Bennett or Doug Thomas. These guys really have never met a stranger. You'll end up friends. Nestled in the rolling hills of beautiful Clark's Green, Pennsylvania, you will find NJC Investments, a capable small town firm with local values working right here for the citizens of our own community. Whether it's retirement planning, college planning, or just building up that long-term nest egg, the advisors at NJC Investments have decades of experience helping your neighbors achieve their goals. Why don't you get to know NJC Investments too? You can reach us at 570-586-5030. That's 570-586-5030. And we welcome you to join us weekly as we broadcast the Your Financial Future program on 94.3 FM The Talker, Saturdays at 9 a.m. NJC Investments, helping to take the mystery out of your financial future. Securities offered through Lee Baldwin Company, LLC. Member FINRA SIPC. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands. One nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Ah, the Duke 
It's uh, it's the Pledge of Allegiance there by uh, John can Wayne. You, can you still do that in school? Do they still? Some don't do that. I don't know what the. I don't. I don't have kids, so I don't know what the. I hear about things and I go, "Wow, that's what schools are doing these days." So I, I, I don't know if they're still doing. Some may still be. They better be right. Yeah, DC too. Be. That's exactly. a great though. John John Wayne. Uh, that's a great version too. I love that. It's uh, this is the Your Financial Future program here on uh, with uh, Nick Calarasi. Nick Calarasi from NJC Investments on ninety. 4.3 FM, The Talker, and I'm DC Taylor, and Nick's over there across the uh, massive soundboard on the other side there. Hi, Nick. Hi, DC Taylor. Excited yes. about the weekend. Love the 4th of uh-huh. July weekend. Uh-huh. Very patriotic. Have the flag flying, and uh, uh-huh. hope everybody can enjoy the weekend with your family, with your friends, and uh, you know, keep the faith. Yes. You know, there's a lot of tough things going on, not only in our country, but in the world. Uh-huh. And um, we've always come through everything, and I know we'll come through everything once again. And the, yes. I'm very, very bullish on the future of the United States. And uh, I like it. We'll be here to uh, help you through the investment side of it. Sure. But the overall side, DC Taylor, will take care of itself. Everything will work out. Yes. I think before we move on to my next article on uh, industries that thrive during recession. It's a debate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I said before, I thought we were going into a recession. Um, a lot of people say we are al- already in a recession. There are those that say maybe not in 2022, but certainly in 2023. We don't know, but it's bad enough with or without a recession. We are certainly in a bear market in the S&P 500 the uh, NASDAQ especially, but it's been a tough time. So we're going to talk about some industries that you can look at. I have uh, some individual stocks here that we can talk about, and Mm -hmm. you can also look at baskets through mutual funds, through ETFs. But before we get there, Mm -hmm. so that I fit this in, because we already said that we do it, we slow things down a little bit on holiday weekends, have just a little bit more fun. Mm -hmm. So that we get this in, we always like to give you a a grilling recipe or a recipe that you can enjoy with your family over the holiday weekend. And this one's different, T.C. Taylor. This comes to me from one of what was my favorite restaurant in New York City. Got there a few times. It was the 21 Club. Uh And they are no longer open. I don't know what the future holds for them. They closed during COVID. They have not reopened. I don't know if they will reopen or not in some form. We'll have to see. But the 21 Club goes way back to the Prohibition days. This is one of the restaurants they used to hide the uh, liquor from the, uh, the, the, what would you call the agents back then, the federal agents coming during Prohibition. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, you, you remember the old movies with those, the doors hiding all the, the uh-huh. sliding shelves. And actually, the 21 Club had a, a basement with a, a hidden door that they hid all their wine and liquor uh-huh. downstairs, and they never found it. The cops never found it on them. <laughs> um, but they had a great recipe for hash brown potatoes, something so simple, but they, they always came out crispy and delicious. Mm-hmm. I'll give you this recipe right from the top of my head, DC Taylor. As you Ooh. can see, I have nothing written in front of me. I've made these a couple of times. <laughs> yeah, wow. Okay. What you want to do is take about, um, I'd say about seven medium Idaho potatoes, the mm-hmm. baking style potatoes, peel those completely. You're going to cut them into a, a a larger dice, maybe a half inch to a three quarter inch dice. Mm-hmm. You're going to parboil those in boiling salted boiling water for about five to six minutes. That's it. Okay. Let them cool, com- drain and cool completely. 
Meanwhile, you're going to slice up uh, two medium size white or yellow onions, the bigger onions, mm -hmm. and you're going to dice those down. I like to slice them actually, uh, cut them in half and then make slices, thinner slices. Put those in with a little bit of olive oil, about a tablespoon of olive oil and a tablespoon of butter. Put those in a, a saute pan, and you're going to saute those down until they're caramelized. Takes about, it could take anywhere from 30 to 45 minutes on the slow, nice uh, caramelization process. Just keep stirring. Once they are done, you're going to take those off and cool them completely also. Mm -hmm. You're going to, once cooled, combine those with the cooled potatoes. You're going to take a 10-inch nonstick fry pan, heat the pan first, then melt two tablespoons, yes, two tablespoons of butter in that pan. You're going to place, and you'll do two batches. This should make you two batches in that 10-inch pan. The first batch goes down. You're going to do a single layer and press them down. Press them with the back of a spoon until they kind of form almost like a little pizza. Okay. In the pan. Right. And you're going to cook those somewhere between 8 and 10 minutes over medium-high heat. They'll brown nicely. Take a plate, put it on top of your pan, flip them over, slide them back into the pan, do the other side for 8 to 10 minutes. When they're done, flip them onto a baking sheet. Do your second batch the same way, two more tablespoons of butter and so forth. Flip that batch onto a baking sheet. You'll have now two batches on your baking sheet. Put those in a 350-degree oven for 10 minutes. You have perfectly terrific, crisp, 21-club hash brown potatoes. That sounds so good. Now, if you missed any of that, they're on the Internet. You can find them. I'm sure you can find them on the Internet. If you can't, give me a call at the office, 570-586-5030. I can get that recipe out, just like we can get you all the uh -huh. details on all the investments we talk about, absolutely free of charge or obligation. We can get you a 21 hash, <laughs> hash browns out, uh, absolutely free of charge or obligation. Take my word for it, D.C. Taylor. They're terrific. I love it. Thanks again for tuning in to the Your Financial Future Hour with Nick Colarossi of NJC Investments. And we'd like to thank all the other financial advisors that listen in, D.C. Taylor. We know they're out there. Sure. I hear from them from time to time. And yeah. We welcome them. They get like to come in and get some fresh ideas for their clients. You got they it. might even get a recipe idea while they're here, right? All right. <laughs> all right. Well, it, it can't all be about fun and games, D.C. It's time to get back to finance. And let's look at the article in Industries That Thrive During Recessions. If we're not in a recession, D.C., it's darn close enough, and it's time to be doing our homework in this area. We're certainly doing that, looking for ways to keep a diversified portfolio. And here are some ideas. This article comes to us from Matthew DeLallo, writing on April 25th at The Motley Fool. He says, some stock market sectors are relatively immune to the ups and downs of the economic cycle. And he takes a look at it. Now, again, he gives us individual stocks. I'll point out where we do own these. But you can also look at baskets through mutual funds, through ETFs, through closed-in funds. There are hundreds of different ideas. These are not recommendations from me to you. You need to do your own homework and see if these investments are suitable for your own portfolio. He goes first to the healthcare area. He says healthcare uh, stocks tend to be relatively recession-proof. 
people can't defer most of their health care, right? No matter right. what the economy is doing. Yeah. He mentions Johnson & Johnson with the Band-Aids brand, Tylenol, medical devices, symbol J&J. CVS Health, a health company, operates a leading drugstore chain, as we know, and also has a lot of pharmacy benefits programs. CVS is your symbol there. Pfizer, they have all the vaccines, right? They're right. Kind of- kind of pushing everywhere. PFE is your symbol. Also have a a wide range of pharmaceuticals. United Health Group, UNH, the symbol, diversified healthcare company offering a broad array of products and services. And And they also do some healthcare coverage. Walgreens Booth Alliance is the leading global retail pharmacy benefits company. I did not know that. That's WBA. And uh, that are that's the uh, stocks mentioned in healthcare. We do own all but CVS, I believe, for certain clients that NJC Investments have for some time. The next area he looks at is the consumer staple area, which we've talked about already in the program a few times. DC Delallo says people need to eat even when the economy hits a rough patch. Yeah, right? makes <laughs> sense. <laughs> All right. They may shift their eating habits a bit, but he looks at Kroger, the grocery store chain. KR is your symbol there. PepsiCo. Did you know PepsiCo had all these brands, Tropicana, Quaker Oats, Aquafina, all the yeah. restaurant chains, right? Yeah, yeah. PEP is the symbol there. Procter & Gamble, of course. Pampers, Downey, Tide, Charmin, Gillette, PG, the symbol. General Mills has mentioned GIS as the leading maker of packaged food products. Cheerios, Nature Valley, Blue Buffalo, Haagen-Dazs, Pillsbury. They've got it all, too. Tyson Foods. This one surprised me. There's some brands here I did not know that Tyson owns. Tyson is TSN, the world's one of the world's largest food companies focused on proteins. But they also have Jimmy Dean Sausage. They have Hillshire Farms. They have Ballpark. Franks, I didn't okay. know that. Okay. Um, so there are some food companies again, and we do own um, Procter and Gamble and PepsiCo in that grouping. And then he goes on to another area that should be more recession-proof. His opinion: utility companies, and we've talked about some there. Here are some more. American Water Works is the nation's leading water and wastewater utility company. Pretty sure we're going to need water going forward, D.C., no matter what AWK is your symbol. Brookfield Infrastructure, not familiar with this one. It's a globally diversified infrastructure company. They own pipelines, they own power lines, data centers, cell towers. BIP is your symbol there. Nextera Energy is NEE. This company owns a large-scale Florida-focused utility company. They have a, they're one of the leading companies in renewable energy. They also transport natural gas and transmit electricity in EE, kind of diversified utility company there. Williams Company, WMB, natural gas infrastructure giant, pipelines, gas lines, uh, and other energy commodities. WMB, again, the symbol. And he mentions also waste management, the waste collection company and recycling company, generally having steady revenue streams, whether the market, whether the economy is up or down, the symbol there is WM. We do own some Williams, some waste management, some Nextera, and some American Waterworks in that grouping. And he finishes up with cost 
conscious retail. He says consumers tend to spend carefully during recessions. Many people begin buying lower priced items. Mentions Walmart, the leading chain of grocery and discount department store items. WMT, the symbol there. Dollar General, DG. Cost-conscious consumers shifting and spending to discounted items will often buy from retailers like DG, Dollar General. Home Depot, the leading home improvement retailer. They are more recession-proof because they spur consumers to tackle more do-it-yourself projects okay, instead yeah. of hiring out. All right. He mentions Costco, the membership-only warehouse company, COST, as a place to kind of buffer you a bit from a recession and higher inflation. And also Dollar Tree is DLTR. It's actually now the dollar and a half tree, isn't it? Or dollar and 25. Dollar 25, yeah. Okay, Dollar Tree DLTR, the leading operator of discount variety stores that includes Dollar Tree Family Dollar Brands. So there are some ideas that thrive during recessions, according to Matthew DeLalo, writing for The Motley Fool on April 25th. His ideas, not ours. But as I said, we do own certain of those for certain of our clients, not all, at NJC Investments. In that last grouping, we do own some Walmart. We do own some Home Depot. We do own some Dollar Tree as well for certain investors. Okay. Well, that's all we have for this weekend. Thanks for helping me deliver our 4th of July program once again, DC Teller. You're very welcome. Appreciate all your help. Uh And let's finish up with an American classic. A lot of people won't play this anymore, but you can still hear it right here on the Your Financial Future program. This song was specifically written for this singer by Irving Berlin. And it's one of the all-time greats. Let's send you off with Kate Smith. And God bless America. Just a reminder before we get there, if you have any questions on today's program or anything else we can help you with during these recessionary times, give us a call at NJC Investments, 570-586-5030. Thanks again for tuning in this morning on 94.3 FM, The Talker. May God bless you. And I'm going to leave it up to Kate Smith to finish my thoughts.
The opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, and financial advisor or tax advisor prior to investing. Securities offered through Lee Baldwin & Company, LLC. Member FINRA SIPC.